Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Spanish for Kiddos podcast, where you can listen to fun by the English stories and more. My name is Barbara, and I'm the owner and founder of Spanish for Kiddos, and your host for today's show. So today I have a great guest, Arlene Steinberg, and she's going to be sharing her latest book, Room for One More. And I think it's a great book to discuss friendships and how to make new friends, even if it is in the classroom, in the playground, and what happens when perhaps it's a little difficult to make friendships. So I hope you enjoy this interview today. So hello, everyone. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining me to the Spanish for Kiddos podcast. And today I have a great author, Arlene Steinberg, and her great book is called Rune for One More. I love this book, in particular, when I started uh, reading about it, I think it has such an inspirational story. So uh, let's go ahead and welcome Arlene. Thank you, Arlene, for joining us today. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be with you guys today. I'm excited awesome. to be here. Awesome. And I love your book. So tell us a little bit about yourself and the inspiration behind the book. My pleasure. So besides being an author, I am a former nursery and elementary school teacher, and I worked in the New York City public schools. And I had the privilege of uh-huh. seeing the children in and out of the classroom. And I also was able to wear many different hats. I right. taught second grade and kindergarten and science and art as well. So I got to see the kids in different environments. Right. And what I observed pretty much as a general rule of thumb is that kindness was, you know, at an all time low Mm. and it breaks your heart, whether as a teacher, as a parent, Mm. just as an adult, when Mm -hmm. kids leave out other kids and Mm -hmm. it's so easy to be kind and it's so easy to be a friend. And I think once in a while we need a little reminder of that. So I felt that writing a book such as Room for One More could address the topics of forgiveness and second chances. You know, reading brings people together and that was also a goal. And being able to read the story Uh in a group setting And then being able to take the book and read it yourself, or even from the illustrations alone, it could be a wonderful conversation starter for these topics. And, um, you know, real life situations are going on in these kids' lives that sometimes Uh it's hard for them to express. Mm -hmm. And this opens the door to have, you know, those real life conversations on their level, not on Mm -hmm. the very cerebral adult level. And I felt that that, you know, encouragement and when I have done readings of my book in many different settings, Mm -hmm. um, the kids love to talk and my characters are dogs, which (laughs) are dogs based in my own life Uh and they love to relate to them. And, you know, it just has brought so much joy. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. I love it. And I think it relates to the classroom or even homeschool groups. Um, It's so easily because I think we need to talk more about kindness and it doesn't have to be a big thing. And I'm going to let you, I'm not going to give it away. I'm going to let you explain that kindness can be even a small thing, even just sharing a cookie, if you will, or opening the door, sharing a tissue, (laughs) 
Absolutely. A simple thing can be such a great impact, especially for kids, especially in the classroom. I love that. And, and then you mentioned your dog. So I'm going to give it to you again, one more time. So what was your idea? And I know I'm going to say Marshall and his friends, so you can take it, talk a little bit more about the characters there. Um, what was the concept behind the story? I know you mentioned, uh, is it your dogs in, in real life? So this was what was so great. Um, so Marshall, who is the in the book, uh, is actually my dog. So it was Aww. very easy to play <laughs> off of him. Right. Um, Dewey, who is the other yellow lab in the book, which is also uh-huh. Marshall's best friend. Right. Um, he is just a combination of other dogs in my life. Um, but it happens to be Marshall's middle name. So I used Marshall and Dewey as those names. And Dewey actually has glasses And I specifically wanted Dewey to have glasses because, you know, again, another aspect that children Uh have, you know, some kids wear braces, some kids have to wear glasses and just to make everyone feel more included and say, hey, I wear glasses too. And then Ozzy, who is the new dog that comes Mm -hmm. into town, Mm -hmm. is a Portuguese water dog. And his fur is different than Marshall and Ozzy, uh, Marshall and Dewey's, excuse me. And, you know, sometimes people a little put off in the beginning, like, they don't look like me. Why should I be friends with them? And, Mm. you know, they have to give people a minute to say, hey, I need to get to know this person or in our case, this dog in a better way. Um, You know, when children think of not being kind, they might Mm -hmm. think of, you know, what we see in the movies of the big old bully in the playground Mm. and picking on the little kid and mean and fighting and stuff. But that's not always the case. Bullying Mm -hmm. bullying can be very subtle. Like you said, Mm -hmm. and being a friend can be very subtle. And, you know, being left out is the beginnings of someone, you know, going down the wrong path towards bullying. And we can nip that in the butt, in the, in the bud right (laughs) away (laughs) or for the dogs. Right. Yeah. And this book shows that kind of subtle, like you, you're making someone not feel good about themselves Mm -hmm. by your actions. Mm -hmm. And how can we change that? And as the book continues, um, uh, Marshall and Dewey have the opportunity uh-huh. to see that they're not doing the right thing. And they actually talk to each other about, hey, wait a minute, maybe, maybe this isn't the right thing. And, right. and we see that we're hurting someone. How can mm-hmm. we change that? And hitting a reset for everybody mm-hmm. is key in every situation that can be applied across the board Mm -hmm. And everyone loves to feel good, right? So especially young children. And when they feel good about themselves and then in the process also making another person feel good, it's a win all around. So and I love Yes, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. And and I love that that concept because in the classroom, you know, especially at that young age. you need to build that community in your classroom and then teaching them in regards to that. It's just so important as well. 
just to have that sense of community or how else can I say this or how else can I be asking for help sometimes in in that regards, you know, or even the bully, of course, is doing certain things for certain reasons and we don't know. But unfortunately, there's always the victim of, on the other side and it just, just gets complicated. And in the classroom, it can be very difficult as well since those kids see each other every day, of course, right? Exactly. The classroom becomes a second home for everybody, for the teacher, for the children, and they all build a level of Mm -hmm. trust and even affection for each other. And when something new happens or someone Mm -hmm. new comes into a situation, those levels of trust and affection, if it's turned elsewhere, Mm -hmm. can bring on feelings of insecurity and jealousy. And those are very difficult, complex, you know, feelings to express. So what do we do? We become angry or Mm -hmm. not very nice. And, you know, there could be a lot of other things going on. There could be Mm -hmm. a new baby in the house. There could be a stepchild or a step parent in the house or a loss. And they can't express those kind of feelings. Mm -hmm. So it comes out in this way. And room for one more again, coming back to allows for those conversations to happen organically if there are other things going on. And then the light bulb goes on and the teacher, the caregiver, whoever, if there's someone with them can say, I understand Mm -hmm. how to help this child. And, you know, it becomes, again, a winning situation for everybody. There's no Mm -hmm. bully. There's no Mm -hmm. victim. There's just a learning moment. That's right. Yeah. Especially in education, this couple of years, I mean, kids and and teachers and staff and everyone in education have gone through so much of this, um, I would say, roller coaster of feelings, if you will, and emotions. It's just, uh, I can understand the kids, you know, it's it's just not easy. The social aspect today from 2018 (laughs) to now is so different because of COVID. These children really have to almost relearn how to re-socialize yeah you know you start off playing parallel and then Mm -hmm. you go playing and you integrate and you learn how to compromise you learn how Mm -hmm. to cooperate and there has been none of that because you've either been with your family Mm -hmm. and maybe a small pod of children yeah you don't know from sports you don't know from bigger, you know, events going on in school and everyone has to kind of relearn or really learn how to do that because that's basically what kindergarten is all about and nursery school is all about. And these children haven't had that real opportunity and now they're in first grade or Mm -hmm. second grade and, you know, you're older, but it Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you have learned because Mm -hmm. you didn't have that chance. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's unfortunately, which brings me back yeah. to to your to your next point here is that. So, what tips uh, would you give someone that needs inspirational words um, dealing with difficult situations, like in your characters in your book? So, being excluded from any situation is difficult, and for our character Ozzy, um, him feeling sad and alone is incredibly difficult. There are several ways that I could suggest to handle this kind of situation. Mm -hmm. First and foremost, it's important to remember, whether it's Ozzy or yourself Mm -hmm. or a loved one, that you're not alone. 
that this is one situation. This might be one or two people Mm -hmm. and that you're loved. You're loved by your parents, your grandparents, friends, a teacher, your babysitter, you know, it's, that's probably the hardest for all of us to remember that when you're in something to that, there are other people around that really enjoy your company and love you for you. And then I would suggest that talking Uh is probably the most, most important. If you could talk to the person directly Mm -hmm. who is not being kind to you, that would be great because usually that person, especially young children, don't mm-hmm. even realize that they're not being, you know, that they may not be, bleh, sorry, they may not be being nice, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's not directed to that child. It could be because there's a new stepfather or a stepmother mm-hmm. in the house, right. or there's yeah. a new baby in the house, yeah. and they don't know where or how to direct those feelings. So they're doing it elsewhere. Right. Um, and they'll say, oh, I, my, my new baby brother is crying all the time and I'm so tired. Right. And yeah. it has nothing to do with the other kid. And yeah. then the other child can understand and have some, they might not understand what the word empathy is, mm-hmm. but they have an understanding and they can relate. And right. something beautiful can actually come of that. And right. it can change the entire conversation, the entire situation. Yeah, absolutely. If if you can't do that, because that is really hard, talking to a trusted adult Mm -hmm. will, you know, is always a good way to go. And they can step in and help repair the situation. Right. Sometimes it's really okay to take a break. And sometimes we forget that, you know, we want everything to always be perfect for our children. We want to fix everything. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, it, it starts off so young that we just want to protect, right? Right. And sometimes it's okay to take a break. Take a break right. from that situation. Take a break from that person. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to move on. Um, you know, Ozzy in the book decides mm-hmm. to give Marshall and Dewey a second chance. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and, you know... And, and that's a beautiful thing because we talked about how important it is to feel good on the inside and doing that, I'm sure made Ozzy feel really good on the inside. Right. And in return, Marshall and Dewey are feeling now good on the inside and they can all move forward. Right. And build friendships. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 I love that. So- Sometimes, you know, the people that you first meet, you know, uh, there's that saying, you can't judge a book by its cover, Right. but you, you give a a minute and you Uh dig a little deeper and those people sometimes end up being your closest friends. There you go. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. So I I love, I I love that concept because as teachers, we, we have to work so hard sometimes for that underlying message of our kiddos in the classroom and sometimes it's hard it's hard when you have difficult situations like them even in homeschool groups as well even if they meet up like once or twice sometimes you know that could be that friction you know sometimes it's not it's not easy exactly and time time yeah absolutely 
Arlene, I love that you're going to share a few things about your book. So um, I'm going to hand it over to you and tell me what pages would you like to share with our listeners today? Oh, it would be my pleasure. I have to tell you, it was so hard to choose because I love this book. Um, it's done in a nice rhyme, so it's easy to, for our young readers to start um, being able to read along with the book and uh, recognizing words right away. And the illustrations, if you uh, are interested later on in looking at this book, are just so vibrant and really help tell the story. Um, so as I had mentioned before, Marshall and Dewey are the closest of friends. And we see some of the things that they do together. But on page four, it is one of my favorite um, illustrations because uh, they woke up the neighbors and sang to the sun. And we see their arms around each other and they're singing some song that they love or made a silly song. You know, it's totally up to your imagination what they might be singing. And we see a cat. And a bird being like, oh, goodness gracious, what's going on here? And it's just pure joy. I happen to love that page. Um, and then moving on, we still see them playing together. But around page uh, seven, you know, Ozzy comes into the picture. And he comes in and he says, one day, Ozzy, the Portuguese water dog, came by and greeted Marshall and Dewey with a very shy hi. And, you know, it's a good place to stop for a moment and say, you know, I think we've all been there. And, you know, do you remember what it feels like being shy and new in a situation? And I bet almost every hand would be raised and they can think of something new. Um, but then we go on to see on the following page, Marshall and Dewey kind of saying, nope, labs are the best. We don't need you or anybody. And that's very harsh and it's very jarring. And we can see Ozzy's not, not feeling happy about that. And he's actually maybe even surprised at that kind of response because that's not how, you know, like we said, that's not how to make new friends and that's not kind and, and it's, it's sad. So we move on through the story and we can see how Ozzy's kind of feeling sad and dejected and, I, um, and Marshall and Dewey are just, you know, not, not caring. And, you know, they're moving on and they're playing in a park and they're just, 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 ignoring him and Ozzy, you know, is a very sad puppy. But then we move on and we're on to, I believe, page uh, 12, 13. And we see now Marshall and Dewey having a conversation, a very important conversation. They start to think, what if making room for one more actually didn't stink? And you can see the wheels spinning in their head that, hey, maybe what they did was not right. And how can they fix this? Because they're not feeling good. Ozzy's not feeling good. And maybe, you know, letting someone new in might be a really good idea. So we move on a few more pages. 
and they invite Ozzy to come in and play. And now it's up to Ozzy to do forgiveness and second chances. And he decides, because we come up to a page, that Ozzy's face lit up with a great big smile that any dog could see for a mile. And that might be my most favorite page in the book because no one can be any happier when everyone's feeling included and loved and liked and to be a part of something. You know, reminding inclusion, not exclusion. And the book continues that we see them playing together for the rest of the afternoon. And I'm going to just say my, at the end of the book, there's just a little poem that it says, Marshall and Dewey learned when you open your heart and mind, you never know what new friends you may find. And that's true that you can live by that every day. And New friends are always around the corner and you just don't know it. You just have to be open to it. So that's where I conclude Room for One More. And if anybody is interested, you can find me at... for sharing those pages I really love that story about Marshall doing Aussie and all that wonderful learning that it, it is just so important to to learn even as young children um even when you get older of course you you need those kind of social skills just to get um just to get started with making friends or making acquaintances or or anything in that regards I think it's very very special so Arlene, how can listeners learn more about your book? They can learn more about my book in two ways. They can email me, which is asyjericho at yahoo.com. Or they can look me up on Instagram, which is best.friendsnation. And they can send me um, direct messaging and I'd be happy to reach out and get back in touch. Awesome. Awesome. Great. Thank you so much. And I'll include everything in our show notes. so Everybody again can learn more about you or whether they want to contact you in regards to the book or learn more. Um, everything will be in the show notes as well. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure talking to you and it was a great time. Thank you so much for, for joining me today for this great episode, Arlene. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's interview. I think it was great to learn about how Ozzy and Marshall and Dewey do get along at the end and how important that is. That's a great lesson for our kiddos to learn and understand that sometimes friendships don't happen right away, but that it actually is getting to know each other and knowing our differences that makes us each one of us special. So I hope you enjoyed today's interview and join me next time for another great, fun, bilingual reading or a great guest like I had today. And if you haven't uh, gone to our blog at SpanishForKiddos.com blog, make sure to check it out. I have fun strategies in there, fun things that you can do to learn Spanish and to teach Spanish. So make sure you head over there. Thank you so much for listening to the Spanish for Kiddos podcast and I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.